Welcome to the Speech Digest. Today is December 16th, 2020. I'm Chris Campbell. We start today with the news. Big news to start the week, the Maldives International Arbitration Center, MIAC, announced the commencement of arbitration services at the center. According to MIAC, individuals who want to lodge cases at the center can do so via the MIAC's official website. MIAC offers in-person as well as virtual services and aims to offer services that are both affordable and settlement focused. The center broke ground on April 2019 and established a registry of renowned and well-known experienced arbitrators to fill its rosters. MIAC's website is available in the show notes. Reuters reports that some major third-party funders are planning entries into India. In particular, Australia's Omni Bridgeway, along with Marsh Incorporated and Abu Dhabi-based Phoenix Advisors, have announced plans to enter the Indian market. While each has its own strategy, Reuters estimates that their plans likely involve talking with large Indian corporates about their caseloads and seeing what opportunities exist. In particular, those disputes that arise out of the COVID-19 pandemic. The attention of these third-party giants' interest in India is likely spurred on by the Hindustan construction company's windfall of some $238 million by selling its rights of an arbitration award to a consortium of investors led by BlackRock. Indian law firms are responding to foreign finance attention by establishing the Association of Litigation Finance to promote their business in the country. Then to the world of investor state disputes. The company, Lupaca Gold, recently provided an update on progress of its claim against the Republic of Peru. Such updates include news that the Republic of Peru has appointed its party-appointed arbitrator to join Lupaca's party-appointed arbitrator and the third to be appointed by the ICSID. Lupaca has expressed concern in the face of recent political unrest in Peru, with the Peruvian officials affirming that they are already available and able to proceed. Lupaca is represented by Geneva-based law firm Lalive and has the financial backing of Benchwalk Advisors. Updated information is available on Lupaca's own company website. Next, in a story that would have Indiana Jones glued to his seat, a 12-year battle over a rare collection of medieval ecclesiastical art sold by Jewish art dealers to the Nazis in 1935 recently arrived at the U.S. Supreme Court. The dispute revolves around the claim of the plaintiffs, descendants of two men who were art dealers in 1929 Germany, who were coerced into selling the treasures at a reduced price, some $4.25 million, when the items were worth over $260 million. The items now reside in the possession of the Prussian Cultural Heritage Foundation. Plaintiffs argue that the treasures were effectively lost as collateral to the Holocaust and should be returned to them under the auspices of international law. The court will decide the matter this term and we'll have updates in 2021. A new initiative, Racial Equality for Arbitration Lawyers, REAL, launched last week with the mission of championing greater ethnic and cultural diversity, inclusion, and representation in the field of international arbitration. The organization has events planned for January 2021 to coincide with its website launch. All this while calling for community-wide support and engagement to address this important topic head on. Now, moving along to opportunities. The law firm Nixon Peabody is hiring a litigation associate to join its Boston office. The firm is active in all phases of dispute resolution for mediation, arbitration, and litigation in complex cases, investigations, and similar matters. The ideal candidate will have three to five years of experience in commercial litigation and ideally in intellectual property and capable of admission in the Massachusetts Bar. International law firm Clifford Chance is seeking an associate to join its Singapore offices 
on its litigation and dispute resolution-based teams. The ideal candidate will have one to three years post-qualification experience. The successful candidate will be working on a range of topics including capital markets, corporate M&A, finance, and banking, along with real estate, tax, pensions, and various forms of dispute resolution. Interested persons can apply on the firm's website. Then in the consulting world, Deloitte China is seeking a PRC-qualified lawyer to join its Shanghai-based team. The ideal candidate will have a background in litigation, arbitration, and dispute resolution, ideally in the space of M&A, and should be able to communicate effectively in both English and Mandarin Chinese. The law firm Steptoe & Johnson LLP is hiring a conflicts attorney to join its Washington, D.C.-based team. The ideal candidate should have at least two years of law firm experience and two years working specifically in litigation and dispute resolution. A U.S. qualification is required along with the ability to join the D.C. bar. Interested parties may apply on the firm's website. Then two events from the ICC, in particular the Young Arbitrators Forum. First, on December 17th, the group presents an event entitled Strengthening Hong Kong's Role as an Arbitration Hub, which will discuss the changing nature of the arbitration market post-COVID and what unique attributes Hong Kong has to offer. Then on December 21st, the ICCYAF hosts an event titled The Use of ADR to Resolve IP Disputes, which will discuss the myriad of ways in which negotiation, mediation, arbitration, and litigation can be used to mitigate and efficiently resolve IP disputes across borders and within various institutions. Also on December 17th, Professor Nayla Komer Abid is the guest on this week's episode of Conversations with Neil Kaplan. The event will share practical information along with personal anecdotes and backgrounds from all the participants. Finally for this week, a new book titled Managing Belt and Road Disputes, a case study of legal problems and solutions recently debuted edited by Michael Moser and Sheehan Bao and features contributions from practitioners across the Belt and Road legal lexicon. Link is available in the show notes. And that's it for Disputes Digest, not just for this week, but indeed the year. That's right, Disputes Digest is going to be off for exactly one month. We're going to take some time to bring more new content, work on all sorts of new cool things to bring to you in 2021. So we'll return around middle of January. And don't worry, Tales of the Tribunal is still in the works too. I hope that you all have a great, fantastic end of your 2020s, that you stay safe, and we look forward to seeing you in the new year. Don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn and check out all the new things that we've got going on at TalesOfTheTribunal.com. It's been a great year and I'm thankful for each and every one of you for following along and for being part of this community. Thank you so much. Until next year, this has been Disputes Digest by Tales of the Tribunal.